Welcome once again to Search the Scriptures. It's great to be back with our listeners again today. We're so thankful that you're there, and so many want to learn God's Word more fully, more deeply, and more accurately. We really want to help you get to heaven, and here at Sunny Slope Church of Christ, through Search the Scriptures, we try to help you come to know the Bible better. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So faith is developed within you as you learn God's Word more fully, and then come to believe it, and then act upon it through faithful obedience. In fact, that's what we're studying in this particular series that we're doing right now. We want to help you learn the Bible better so you know how to come to God through Jesus Christ, repenting of your sins, confessing your faith in Him openly as God's Son and your Lord and Savior, and surrendering to Him as your Savior through baptism through the, for the remission of your sins. And then beginning to walk that new life in Christ, faithful, obedient, dedicated, on a consistent basis for the rest of your life. As Jesus said in Revelation chapter 2 and verse 10, be faithful until death and I will give you the crown of life. Now, in this particular study, we have been talking about faith. And I want to encourage you, have a pencil or a pen and a piece of paper ready. At the end of the program, we'll tell you how to contact us. And you can ask for that free Bible study that will help you grow in your faith. And when we say free, we mean free. We'll even take care of the postage. You can also receive a copy of today's program on CD for free. And again, we'll take care of the postage. All you have to do is ask for it. And you can listen to this program again, and maybe a number of times, to thoroughly absorb it and digest it. You can jot down the scripture references, and you can look them up yourself and study through them on your own and see exactly that they are what God's Word says. Now, we want to encourage you to do a little bit more than that. In fact, a lot more. Go to our website at churchofchrist.com churchofchrist.com. And when you get there to the home page, click on the listen button and you'll see hundreds of sermons, Bible studies, and radio programs that you can download and listen to on your own. You can go to the articles button on the top, at the top of the home page. You can click on that and you can download literally hundreds of biblically based articles that you can study on your own and get deeper into God's Word. Now you can scroll down our home page until you come to the podcast button. Click on that and go through the few short steps, maybe a minute, and enroll in our podcasting. And then you will automatically receive on a daily basis on your device, smartphone, computer, laptop, pad, whatever it is you, you want to send it to, you'll automatically receive on a daily basis our sermons, our Bible studies, and our radio programs. And again, it's all for free. You have the opportunity to study God's Word in these ways, and again, for free. And you can learn so much, and thereby, you can learn how God wants you to live before Him. So you can live with Him in heaven for all of eternity. Churchofchrist.com it's all free. But those teachings can set men free because they're God's word. Now let's get back into our study about faith. 
I've made the, the emphasis during this particular study that your faith depends upon you. That might cause some people to sort of take a breath, kind of open their eyes a little bit and wonder, what? My faith depends upon me? They might think that their faith depends upon God. Well, God sent his son into this world as our Lord and Savior, and he sent him to the cross to die, to pay the price for the guilt of our sins. But God does not make us believe. And God created us in his own image, Genesis 1, verses 26 through 28, in that he gave us a soul. We have a spiritual essence. And in that way, we are created in the likeness of God. God who is spirit. So we have that spiritual essence. We have a soul. And that is unique from everything else that he created upon this earth. But God does not make us believe. There is really no reason why we should not believe logically or reasonably. But God does not make us believe. Now, most everybody and certainly virtually every single person listening to this program today, this Bible study, would say, oh, I believe. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. Well, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Our faith is based upon objective reasoning and facts. We can look at the creation around us and we can see God in that creation. A design demands a designer. And then we understand then that even though we cannot see God visibly because God is spirit and we're here on this earth, fleshly beings right now, but with that spiritual essence, but because of the evidence of God's existence, then in verse 3 of Hebrews chapter 11, by faith we understand that the worlds were, were made uh, that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made by things which are visible. So no man, no other being, no thing created this world and just kind of through some kind of architectural process put it all into place. No, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And so we see the evidence of God in the creation that we observe all around us. Now, we talked about then, when we asked the question, how is your faith? How is your faith? Are you happy with the degree of faith, the strength of your faith, the depth of your faith? Many people would have to shake their head, no, I'm really not. My faith is not what I want it to be. Well, the point we're trying to make in this, in this study, is that you need to realize that your faith depends upon you. Nobody can make your faith stronger for you. Nobody can create faith within you. As we looked at Romans chapter 10, verses 13 through 17, faith, faith is, is developed as we study God's word. Faith is based upon the teachings of God's word. Faith comes by hearing the word of God. And that's verse 17. So you must get into God's word if you want strong faith. And you must stay in God's word if you want to keep strong faith. And the more you're in God's word, the better you understand 
what God's will is for your life. So we made the initial statement that development of your faith depends upon your studying and your believing and your correctly applying to your life the teachings of God's Word. You need to study His Word. You need to learn His, his Word. And you need to pr- make the proper and consistent and obedient applications to your life on a daily basis. Now, second, the strengthening of your faith also depends upon you. Don't expect God to make your faith strong. Now, God will bless you in the development of your faith as you turn to him, pray to him, study his word on an ongoing basis, and make the proper applications of your faith. As you live your faith, God can bless you in your faith. But God's not going to make your faith strong for you in spite of your lack of trying to strengthen it yourself. Strengthening your faith depends upon you. It will not happen by accident. Now, in our last part of this study, we looked at Acts chapter 2. We looked at how only those who heard and obeyed the gospel were saved. Acts chapter 2, verse 38, verses 40 and 41, and verse 47. But now, once they became Christians, once they were baptized into Christ for the remission of their sins, Acts 2 and verse 38, then what? You see, a whole lot of people, they come to learn and believe and accept what they need to do to be forgiven of their sins, and that is they need to be baptized into Christ, buried with him in the waters of baptism, and raised up to walk in newness of life. But they never quite get to that point of really fully implementing that newness of life in their lives. They often drift away quickly. So what about strengthening your faith? In Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, it talks about those early Christians, those 3,000, and undoubtedly more were added on a continuing basis. Verse 47 says that the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. Verse 42 of Acts chapter 2 focuses in on that first congregation of the Lord's church on this earth. And it says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, in the breaking of bread and in prayers. Now first, let's take that first statement. They continued. They continued. You see, the Christian life is not a sprint. It is a marathon. It is a daily lifestyle, day after day after day for the rest of our lives. Remember again what Jesus said in Revelation 2 and verse 10, Be faithful until death, and I will give you the crown of life. What a blessing that is promised there. But you see, our part is the continued daily faithful living. So when we look at that first group of Christians, In Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, they continued, they lived the life. And then that next word, steadfastly, 
So it was with determination and commitment. They continued steadfastly. And what was it they continued in? The apostles' doctrine. The word doctrine simply means teaching. So as they were continued to be taught the gospel, the word of God, the message of salvation through Jesus Christ, and they were also being taught how to be Christians, now that they were Christians, they continued steadfastly in those teachings. Steadfastly, not haphazardly. Steadfastly. And that's not all that they continued in. So they continued steadfastly in the apostles' teachings, doctrine, and fellowship. So they were together with their brothers and sisters in Christ, and we grow stronger off of each other's faith. Our fellowship as brothers and sisters of Christ, brothers and sisters in Christ, so they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine or teaching and fellowship and in the breaking of bread and prayers. So they continued steadfastly also in worship to God. They came together as the church and they consistently and continually in a committed, steadfast way continued to grow in their knowledge of God's word and his will for their lives and also to be together as the church, strengthening one another and worshiping God together as the church. Strengthening your faith depends upon you. It will not happen all by itself. When we look at Ephesians chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, and we begin reading with verse 13. And here the apostle Paul talks about how we need to grow in our faith how our faith needs to become stronger and stronger. He says, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Now the perfect man there, I think we can understand to be a complete man as a Christian and man used generically. So a complete person as a Christian that we should no longer be children. So we need to mature spiritually, tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. You know, there are a whole lot of people out there who believe in Jesus Christ, who believe in God, who want to be faithful, dedicated Christians, but they don't know their Bible well enough to recognize false teaching that is thrown at them or that comes their way. And so they keep being led astray and that's what Paul is meaning there by when he says tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. So they hear something new or they hear something that sounds uh, that, that sounds important or sounds reasonable or sounds uh, authoritative and without knowing what the scriptures really say on those things they just accept it and they follow it and they go off into false doctrine. Well you know somebody can can stand with a Bible in his hand and tell you lies all up and down. Or somebody can stand before you with a Bible in his hand and sincerely teach you something that he believes but is not true to what the scriptures teach. So Paul says that we should no longer be children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine so we can recognize false teaching when we know the truth 
and we know the truth as we continue to study God's word personally and individually. So not carried about with every wind of doctrine by the trickery of men in the cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting, but speaking the truth in love may grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ. So we need to latch on to the truth. We need to recognize the truth and we need to stay in and live by the truth on a consistent basis. Remember that Jesus said that straight is the gate and narrow is the way that leads to life and few there be that find it. And I believe at least one principle within what he has said there is that the straight way, the narrow way is the way of truth because truth is narrow. And people want to do things their own way. But we must walk that straight, narrow pathway of truth because that's the pathway that leads to heaven. And indeed, Jesus said in John chapter 8 and verse 32, you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. So we need to grow up, Paul says there in verse 15, in all things into him who is the head, and that is Christ. So how do we grow up? We need to always be striving to grow in our faith to God and before God, our faithfulness before him. Well, we need to keep growing in our knowledge of God's word then. That's going to be pivotal and central to our growing up spiritually. Again, in 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, Paul said, Be diligent to present yourself approved to God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed, rightly handling or correctly understanding and applying the word of truth. So we need to stay in God's word. We'll never learn it all. We'll never run out of things to be enriched by as teachings from his word. And then in chapter 3 of 2 Timothy, beginning with verse 15, we see, as Paul is reminding Timothy here, that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith which is in Christ Jesus. So first, God's word teaches us how to become a Christian. And then Paul goes on and he says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete thoroughly equipped for every good work. So God's word first teaches us how to become a Christian, and then it goes on to teach us how to be a Christian. So we need to stay in God's word in order to develop and strengthen our faith. But we need to also purposefully focus on growing in Christian character. In Christian character. If we turn to 2 Peter chapter 1, 2 Peter chapter 1, beginning with verse 5, Peter wrote this, but also for this very reason, add to your faith virtue, virtue knowledge. So add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. So Peter is saying we need to develop these Christian characteristics within our faith. 
We need to exhibit these Christian characteristics as a Christian, living our faith. Peter goes on and says, For if these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we need these things, these characteristics, to continue to develop within us as we strengthen our faith. We become more and more like Christ because our faith becomes stronger and stronger and deeper and richer. Now that includes we need to put our faith into action through good works. James, when he wrote in James chapter 2 and verse 17, he said, Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. And then in the next verse, verse 18, he says, Someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Well, James says, show me your faith without your works. I will show you my faith by my works. And the intimation there is exactly what he said in the previous verse. Faith without works is dead faith. Now, we also need to grow stronger as we stand firmly on our faith in the face of trials and temptations. We go to 1 Peter this time, chapter 1, and look at verses 6 through 9. Peter says, In this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, the genuineness of your faith being much more precious, precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, having faith in him, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So you need to grow stronger as you stand firmly on your faith in the face of trials and temptations that the devil might throw at you, and that the challenges and difficulties of this life might present you with. Now, we need to never, never, ever give up on our faith. The Apostle Paul was in prison the second time in Rome, and as he seemed to be facing imminent execution, he wrote this about himself. 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning with verse 6, he said, I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. I have finished the race. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness. He's talking about eternal life in heaven, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not only to me, but also to all who love his appearing. Never, never, ever give up on your faith. Strengthening your faith depends upon you. It will not happen by itself. Let's pray about it. Father, help us to have strong faith. Guide us to stay in your word and to make the proper applications to our lives. Help us to grow in Christian characteristics and help us to always stand firmly upon your teachings upon your doctrine, Father, and guide us and help us to be the people of faith in you 
and your Son, Jesus Christ. Help us to live our faith, Father. Please forgive us of our sins, and we, we pray our prayer in Christ's name. Amen.